on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Health, if, if it's your skin, if it's your immune system, because when you're constantly walking in a stressful state, your body does not have a chance to, re- to have its own sense of peace. And so it will show up in your immune system. It will show up in your, in your skin, in your internal organs, in your ulcer, in your blood. In your, it'll show up. So respect and value yourself enough to when exactly. you say, if you don't do it, something no one else is going to do it for you. And that- this episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies' Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. This for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams, get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem, beauty supreme and booty walk so mean, the way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens, dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka, redesign your spot and redefine your mantra, retwist your locks and realign your chakras, doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh, brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip, adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis, celestial body, drink your water, meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order, Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. Tonight's topic is about self-care. I'm going to bring this lovely guest on. We have some history. I'm going to bring her on right now. Get her out of the waiting room. And there she is. Hey there. <laughs> hey, Alicia. Hi. How are you? I literally am doing pretty good today. It's It's been a good day. Smooths out. So I'm I'm good. I'm good. You look lovely. Likewise, my dear. <laughs> so you have an, an extensive resume. May I read a, just a couple of a smidget of what you've done in your short lifetime? Short lifetime is cool. Yeah, you're good, sisters. Your show. You do you. <laughs> it's all good. So, 
The reason why I picked this sister, because she literally, and when I say literally, she can do it all. This is no bull whatsoever. I've known her for a very long time. So the reason why, and my motivation for asking Alicia to come on is because she does so much and she can do so much and she's not finished yet, but she also knows how to practice self-care. That's why I have her on. So I'm going to read a few, just a few snippets about you, Alicia, as if you didn't know. (laughs) So she's also an on-air personality with WEIB. Uh, She's been a former staff writer for Beautifully Inspired Women's Magazine. That I didn't know. Former director of marketing and communications at the YMCA, former editor Western Mass Women's Magazine, former principal, I knew that, former principal (laughs) teacher at Springfield Public Schools, that's in Massachusetts, a former project engineer at United Technologies Corporation. Of course, you're studying, let's see. um, Oh, and she's a minister. Oh my God. She studied urban ministry at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. And she is a graduate of Tuskegee University. TU, you know. Sorry, I had to get that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So Alicia, tell tell us something else about you, because you've done it all. No, okay. So I, I've done and been very, very fortunate to be able to do many of the different things that I enjoy doing. So I will say that. Um I guess as a native of Western Massachusetts, I grew up dancing throughout from basically four year old on up to even to now I still dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so dancing has always been an integral part of my life, uh, singing, done some modeling um, and some acting as well. So I love the arts, writing, um, visual art as well. I used to do more, more, um, more pencil drawing back in the day. I just haven't been able to really pick it back up the way that I want to. But yeah, so I, no, I, I dabble in um, visual arts as well, but definitely things that are artistic, I love. So that kind of, um, yeah, I just, I love to do a lot of different things. And sometimes I've had a hard time saying no when an opportunity presented itself. Right. So, so let me ask you this with your parents, which, where did you get it from? Your mom, dad's side? To be honest, the singing, yes. My parents were both singers. The dancing, that's, just, I don't know. That's just me. That's just God was like, hey, this girl's going to want to dance. So, hey, yeah. Wow. I kind of figured your mom was a singer. My dad, too. So they both sang. But yeah, my mother sang in Tuskegee. My father has sung throughout. My mother still, you know, um, sings around the area, you know, through church and other, and other things, choirs. But yeah, they they both have sung. They both are singers. So. Wow. Yeah. Never professionally, but just but but they can sing. I'll say that. Hmm. Well, let's get right into this with self-care. I look at self-care as spring cleaning for the soul. Because mm. we do That's so true. much. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's about know. maintenance. It's about maintenance of your, your mind, body, and your spirit. Do you feel like you could get burned out sometimes without self-care? Oh, okay. So, okay. So listen. So can you get burned off on self-care? Is that what you're saying? No, from all that you do. And do you, oh. do you practice self-care 
not you like right now, but just yeah. in general, or do you wait till you get burnt out and then you say, oh, let me start practicing self-care or is that just something you do to daily maintenance? Okay. So let me, let me, let me pull it back and give a context. So I love science. I was an engineering student, but I love biology. So my father, veterinarian, retired. I grew up on my own wanting to read medical books. And I did as a, as a, as a youngster. So I look at everything from a very holistic standpoint, and I'm going somewhere with this. So if I look at the whole self, you know, your mind, your emotions, your spirit, your relationship, not just to others, to, you know, to nature, to God, to, to others, your community, to your physical, it's like maintenance isn't automatic. I can't just drive until my car is out of gas, no pun intended considering the gas shortage, but no, I can't just wait until my engine is having problems and locking up to realize, oh, I guess I need to change my oil. So I need to be monitoring and keeping an eye on these things perpetually. I don't just brush my teeth once. I don't just take a shower once and wait until things are ridiculous. No, we do things that are maintenance. So to me, and from a scientific standpoint, like everything in your, in your body is continually regenerating. Cellular regeneration is real. It's like you need to exfoliate. Like when you get in the shower and you're washing your body, you're actually exfoliating, getting rid of the dead skin cells. So there is a process of perpetual maintenance, which is why my lens on self-care is not just, oh, I wait to do these big things. No, my value of self-care, my definition of self-care is listening to your body and saying, you know what? I feel like I need to do this. And it doesn't have to be some kind of big, grandiose, expensive. I wait until I have time to maintain my body inside and out. It's like, and, 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 and let me and let me say this. I'm going to be kind of a little, not graphic, but I'm going to be very biological. You don't wait until your bladder is about to explode before you, you use the restroom and you empty your bladder. So there are things that we need to be continuously doing because it's just a part of your breathing, cellular respiration. It's like you have to just maintain. Now, the big things are lovely. If you can schedule a 90-minute massage, a trip to unplug from everything, kudos to you. But it's not, I want us to, 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 to change the narrative on the definition of what self-care is. And it may be as simple as, you know what? I'm feeling like I'm a little, I, I, let me drink some water. Let me get up and take a break. Let me make sure that my shoulders aren't hunched and adjust mm -hmm. my body. It's little things. It doesn't have to be grandiose. So I love what you said on the cellular level and the exfoliating, because that's really what it is. Definitely. And you don't think about it. You just do it if it's a part right. of your, your lifestyle. Routine. So Part speaking of routine, we're going to talk about, just like we said earlier, the topical self-care. Mm -hmm. And then we'll peel some layers back. So I love what you said about the massages. What what else would you consider some of the smaller big things just for a topical self-care? Um, it could be something, again, I'm, I'm really big on listening to your body. You have mm -hmm. to listen to your body. And we get so caught up in this, 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 this. And I, everything that I will say tonight 
is something that I have had a hashtag lesson learned or life lesson. So I'm not, I'm only saying things that I've experienced that I know for myself or that, you know, things that I can share. So little things like when you're on the computer and you're working, taking a few minutes and stop, walk away and realize, check your body positioning, say, okay, am I scrunching my shoulders and putting tension in my neck? Am I hunched over putting pressure on my upper back? Is my face scrunched up where I'm not realizing that I'm holding stress in my face? Am I breathing? And I don't mean shallow respiration. I mean, like, am I actually taking in oxygen, filling my lungs and energizing my body? So even something something as simple as self-check. Am I okay? Oh, wait, I didn't realize I'm holding, I'm clenching my jaw. That's something simple, but it's biological. So when you catch it and you're conscientious about it, you'll realize that, oh, wow, I didn't realize that I was mm-hmm. holding that much tension on my neck. Or I need to pull back and like, instead of, okay, let me go check that post one more time. Or let me scroll back one more time and say, no, I need to take, my eyes are telling me, and I have two, I have two eyes. Last That's time it. I checked. We only have two and they're with us from in vitro until we perish. Okay. Mm -hmm. If my eyes are tired and I realize that I need to just take 10 minutes or a few minutes and literally I might just be sitting in front of my computer and I'm just going to close my eyes. I'm going to close my eyes because what I realize, and I'm someone who is in front of the computer a lot, Mm -hmm. it gets to a point when if your eyes are too tired, you are not productive. You're not good. Your brain isn't functioning. I mean, you're just in a, in a fog. It's like, instead of trying to work through that, sometimes you need to just pull back, close your eyes for 10, you know, 10, 15 minutes, lay there quietly. And you'll realize that it might not have been a whole nap or a sleep sleep, but you're more productive. So you're more efficient. I love it. Get up and brush your teeth. Feel some kind of way, get up and brush your teeth. You might feel better. Yeah, exactly. For any of my listeners, I would love for you to put in the comments what do you do for your self care? Because we're all about learning and sharing information. So let us know. We can pick up some tips from you as well. You know, speaking about the bladder, I will tell you, I had this is in the past how I have ignored my self-care because I'm at work and I was like, no, I got to just finish this project. I got to finish. Like your body's telling you, Ursula, go to the bathroom, you know, still holding it. And am I really being productive? Am I really being efficient? Because now my focus is really scattered when I should just go to the restroom. Just that's not to be very clear. I want to be very, very clear. I have experienced life on multiple layers and levels, meaning I am empathetic to our to our, our, our medical staff who kind of almost have to hold it because of their schedule. I was a teacher, an educator. I understand that sometimes we do make uh, adjustments and kind of have to work with it. And we can't always do what our body is saying immediately as soon as it's saying to do that. I am well aware of that. I know that some people are in a position and I've been one of them at times in my life where the thought of taking time out to take care of yourself, it seems like a foreign concept because you have responsibilities that are constantly pulling at you. I understand that. 
But concerning our own bodies, I am of the highest. I can't shout it from the mountaintops enough that self-care is not selfish. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And I travel enough to know the speeches that the airline give you by heart. Secure your own mask before helping others. It's not to say that helping others is not important. It's not to say that helping others is not noble. We're supposed to do it. We have responsibilities interpersonally and interpersonally. But if you don't take care of yourself, you will have nothing, nothing to give anyone else. And the responsibilities that you have will fall to the wayside. And if you care about people, you're no good to them if you're not here because you've worn yourself down into the grounds. You're no, you're, you're, you're no good. And really I believe, know. I believe, and this is where my foundation of self-care is. I believe that there is an intrinsic value in each of us. You know, you hear sometimes like, oh, a high value man or a high value woman. Listen, if you are here in this plane called planet earth, you are of value. And because you are a value, it does not matter what your zip code is or your socioeconomic status or whatever your career, whatever alphabet you have behind your name or don't, whatever car label you do, you drive, you wear, whatever, it makes no difference. You are a human spirit living inside of an actual body. And if we don't take care of these bodies, so yes, you have an automatic value, which means that you have to, to you have responsibility to yourself to take care of yourself. And that does not always look the same for different people because as unique as our fingerprints are, is as unique as our own self-care needs, wants, and desires are. Absolutely. Somebody might not need, they're like, what the hell is a bubble bath? I don't care about no damn bubble bath. <laughs> I'd be like, I... I've been in a situation where, okay, I like bubble baths, but I've been living in places where I'm not going to take a bath. I'm not, I, I might not have a tub or I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to get in that tub. So no, it would not be relaxing for me to be thinking I'm getting in a tub that I think is not, you know, so it might not be a bubble bath. It might be a walk. Some people don't really care for walks. It might be dancing. It might be, mu listen, we have to take stock and account. And while we have lists that make suggestions if I don't like tea, don't tell me to drink tea. I don't need to drink tea. That's not doing anything. That's not self-care to me. And to be honest with you, Ursula, people say, oh, go get a manicure. Well, guess what? It's not relaxing for me to have somebody right. poke around my cuticles. Now, I might get, you know, I'll get a pedicure now just for like maintenance type situations, you know, but that's not relaxing for me personally. Getting, that, that, that's just not. So we right. have to not try to go by, this is what so-and-so says is self-care and listen to yourself because that's the only self that matters when you're talking self-care. I agree. I really believe everybody knows innately what is good for them. Mm -hmm. And it may, like you said, it may not look the same for everyone. I'm going to read some comments. Yeah. So Tra Travis, he is checking in from YouTube. Hello, Travis. He says he gets massages bi-weekly mm -hmm. and that's his form of self-care and he's also in the gym right now watching the podcast yeah, that's it. <laughs> thank you Travis but, um, that's what I'm talking about right but then on the flip side 
Tanya, Tanya, Tanya Peel. She says, I know her very well. She says she gets manicures. Now, see, for you, manicures aren't for good for you for your self care, but she enjoys manicures. So you're right; it looks different for everyone. She gets massages. She gets her hair done. Yes, she does. And sometimes she, yeah, she looks different all the time, but it looks dope. And sometimes she buys something for herself. Looks different. It looks, looks different. different. And as unique as we are individualistic, we have to, again, that requires self-reflection. And that requires you saying to yourself, self, I think you are important enough to the world that you have something to offer and that you need to take care of yourself so that you can actually give that gift to the world. Otherwise, you're drained, you're stressed, everything is connected. So your health is going to go if you're not maintaining yourself. And again, it looks different to different people, but there are some that are biologically similar. We need to take in nutrition. That's important because again, you know, how we eat, what we consume, take into our body affects how you're feeling sluggish or how you're feeling tired. Or if you're, if your body is actually addicted to sugar, that's going to impact the way you interact with the world. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big for me, a big part of my self-care is I've always believed in my vitamin supplements. And I know we don't get really enough from um, the food that we might take in. Mm -hmm. So supplementation for me has always been important. And I feel, you know, much, I, 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 it makes me feel better. It makes me feel good. And that's important mm -hmm. for me. I love it. Let's touch on this. I loved how you said about listening to your body. And as an example, you talked about nutrition mm -hmm. for your body. Let's peel back some layers and talk about nutrition for the soul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I love how you all see. I knew we were going to vibe well on this girl. You already time. know this. <laughs> I loved how you also said you mentioned being holistic about everything. I'm going to read a quote that really made my soul vibrate. <clears throat> it's about emotional self-care. Emotional self-care can be described as caring for your emotional needs by identifying and nurturing your feelings, your conscious inner state, and your intellect. Pretty much emotionally resilient living. And once you learn how to handle your thoughts and feelings, you'll be able to get through any tough situations. Thoughts. And that emotional resiliency is so crucial because like I say all the time, we are all traveling through this thing called life. And we can try to be as most prepared. We can have everything lined out, but life happens. And life is this journey of highs and lows, and it affects all of us. Not all of us get hit in the same type of way. We don't all experience, again, like those fingerprints. They're all different. However, no one, I don't care how wealthy, how well-connected, how whatever your pedigree, it does not make a difference. You are going to go through some highs and lows. So that emotional resiliency is key. Again, I think that we are energy. And with my science, with the science background thing, I'm going to you know, say it all the time. Energy, if you study science, it cannot be destroyed. It just changes forms. So 
when you're talking about your physical energy, we talk about that. That's a result of the nutrition that you take in, you know, your breathing, your heart rate, everything else. And that affects how your muscles work, how your central nervous system works, how your chemicals are released, how your lungs filter capacity or not. All that's connected. Same thing emotionally and spiritually, because if you are listening to your body, like you're listening to your heart, like you're listening to your emotions, you'll know, listen, life has conflict, but my my energy, my vibe is not feeling good in situation A or with people over here or this group. No, 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 no. So I have to listen and nurture that part of me that says, yeah, we as human beings who interact with each other, we'll have conflict. But if it's a perpetual negative vibe and there's just constant conflict and my whole, you know, to some people say my spirit gets vexed or I'm just not (laughs) vibing or, you know, or the spirit is just not right. Listen to it because you have no business just subjecting yourself to breathing in that negative toxicity all the time. If you value yourself, You won't swim around in sludgy, nasty water. You won't wash your hands with disgusting toilet water, right? So if your spirit and your emotions, why do you constantly subject yourself to being around people who are not nurturing? Again, conflict is going to happen. We work through those. But I'm talking about it's perpetual. It's always something. It's, It's never any upliftingness. That's not good for you. And everything is connected. Your spirit, your emotions, it takes root and it affects your body. Your heart rate goes up. Does your heart rate go up? Do you start stressing out? Do chemicals endure? Do do they get released into your bloodstream when you see somebody and your skin? You listen to that. You know, I always believe your body, mind, body, soul will always give you little triggers And I feel sometimes we're so conditioned that we ignore it. Guilty. You know, uh, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Celeste Therapist. She had on this brother named Jeff and they were going in and it was similar to this about bodies giving you um, triggers to know. So he was talking about a car, how a car, if you're driving it and you're driving right in the hell out of that car. Well, that engine light's going to come on. Or what I do, if I hear something rattling, I turn the music up. Because I don't want to hear the rattle. Because that, that means money to me. I don't have to go to the damn mechanic. You, <laughs> But you know, I'm in the dental field. So I can really make it personal. A couple years ago, I um, was chewing something. It's like, ooh. My molar, it's a little twin. Six years ago, let me go further back. I was like, ah, it's fine. Then the twin starts happening more. I'm ignoring it. And I'm still eating and doing what I want. Now it really twinged hard. Oh, instead of going to the dentist, I'm going to start chewing on the opposite side. Ben there, done that. Then I bite into this turkey burger. Matter I was talking to Tanya, who just was on, uh, made a comment, talking to her on the phone, and there was a piece of bone 
in the burger and I cracked my molar. Ask me, did I go to the dentist? I'm not going to ask because I know you didn't. Mm-mm. I didn't go. My body's telling me, Ursula, go to the dentist. Then it got to the point where air, just simple air. Cold air. Drink drink some hot, cold, that nerve in and just like Fred Flintstone. And I still didn't go to the dentist because I was still ignoring the body signs. I was still ignoring the tooth pain and I'm covering up mm-hmm. home remedies. I didn't get it it's checked time, out. It's time for that baby to come out. Just- yeah. <laughs> and it got to the point it was so bad because I ignored all the signs. The molar literally split all the way down to the root canal. And guess what? I had to get my tooth pulled. Yeah, it had to come out. It had, it had to, to come, come out. out. And if I would have just had it, that first twinge or two and just mm-hmm. had it, I could have had a cavity. Now I don't have a tooth back there. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Your body I'm, I'm telling you like I know it. I've been there. I can, listen, I, I, listen, I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> but again, what happens when we ignore something or sometimes what if we're too busy? Now you, 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 you felt the twinges. You were self-aware to actually feel the twinge. What if you were living your life so grind, 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 that you never even really actually felt that thing? So you felt it, but what happens when we are so busy, so hectic, that we don't even feel the signs that we can even ignore them. You know what I'm saying? So it's one thing to feel it and choose to ignore it. But what if you never really feel it because you're so... That's why we have so many health issues because we have not even been able to feel it and be still enough to feel it, to recognize that there's a problem. Girl... I love what you said. That is self-care where you have to say, I care about my, I have five foot, five and a half inches of self that if I don't listen and respect this thing enough and respect my mind and my emotions and my spiritual being enough, who else will? Mm. That's amazing. I love it. Ooh. Speaking of the the um, self-awareness, I say that we pick up our emotional toolbox and let's look into it. Remember those uh, the 10 steps that graphic? Yep. That's our emotional toolbox. Let's dig okay. into it. Let's dig in. <laughs> but um, I would consider also an emotional toolbox is um, tools that we can use for our self-awareness. Or even discovering it mm-hmm. in a slow down. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Listen, let me jump in and just add it real quick. You know how I told you that I love science, I love biology, I love, I love all things human biology. Many people don't really know this, but obviously your heart is a muscle. You have one heart. It's been with you again in vitro until the day when it stops beating. But there is a tiny, very, very, very heart is, is a muscle, but there is a tiny patch of specialized cells 
that are called the pacemaker. Mm-hmm. Now we hear when people say, oh, I have a automatic pacemaker, but there are these little tiny patch of cells that are called the pacemaker, that that is what actually regulates your heartbeat. So imagine the size of your heart is about the size of your fist and there's a teeny patch of cells that control the heartbeat. Well, once that thing stops beating, that's it, boo, you're gone. So I always, when I begin to feel myself getting, you know, just as far as listening to your body, I'm taking that and I'm sharing very literally to listen to your heart beat. So for example, if I'm laying, this is for ha on my left side and I'm really just trying to be still, I try to get to the point, maybe, you know, five to 10 minutes and just kind of just sitting there, laying there, listening to my heartbeat. It can kind of freak you out because it's like, look, look, you know, it's, it's the whole heartbeat going, but that moment or those few moments of me just laying very still you know, phone off to the side, TV down or whatever, and just laying there and inside of my body, I hear my heartbeat. And that is a very centering moment where it's like, I have to respect mm. my heart. I have to honor and respect my pacemaker cells because I want you to keep on going. I got stuff to do. So to me, taking those few minutes to just be in the moment and hearing my heartbeat is very centering to respect that when I'm around a situation that's causing adrenaline to rush, which is not a good thing. It's a stress or fight or flight. And I'm I'm around certain people or certain situations that are arousing my, my, it's it's just not good. It's not good to my heart. It's not good to my mind, to my spirit or my emotion. I got to respect that physically, Mm -hmm. spiritually, and emotionally, because I say to myself, you're worth it. And so we have to reclaim our value and say, you know what? I don't care if anybody else feels it. I am worth it. I am worth taking care of this package that I'm blessed with and roll with it. And that goes to emotions as well, because it's all connected. It really is. It really is. Holistically, it is connected. You can't separate. No, you cannot. So I have on here about being present. Uh, is this is part of for people who are listening? These are parts of an emotional toolbox for self care. To be present, meaning to stay in the present moment. If your mind is constantly jumping between the past, the present, and future, it is draining your energy. It is facts. You know, we we are um, been trained to be such good multitaskers in the mm-hmm. home. You know, mm-hmm. matter of fact, I'm brushing my teeth. I was like, oh, let me put some clothes in the dryer. Well, now that I'm halfway to the kitchen, let me put some eggs on to boil. And I'm really not being productive because I'm walking around and I just have a toothbrush in my mouth. Have I brushed my teeth yet? <laughs> But I'm not being present. You know what I mean? And it's taking I do. A step. I do. You get it. I do. I do. And, then and again, so, so. <laughs> then we take it a step further. We still do that with negative thoughts in our mind or uh, ruminating on past traumas that has happened and we never dealt with the unhealed trauma 
the same thing goes on in the brain. You know, you're going back to the past, you're skipping over the present, being in the moment, grounding yourself, and you're off into the future. What could have, should have, would have happened? Not mm-hmm. good. Now, full disclosure, I am a perpetual multitasker. I do. But what I do, because I'm I, I believe in balance. So all the times that I am multitasking, because again, Part of my mantra has always been efficient and effective. So I'm trying to be efficient. If I'm walking in this direction anyway, why not drop it? Because I'm headed in that direction anyway. To me, that just makes sense. So yeah, I do multitask a lot. But when I pull back, that's it. I'm not I'm not touching anything. I'm not doing things. So I give myself space to unplug mm. from what's almost, I feel like I naturally, before anybody taught me how to multitask, before culture and society said, you got to be all things to all people at the same time. Before that, I think I was always a person who would multitask, but I make space to not do it at all. And like give Mm -hmm. myself, my brain, a mental break from multitasking. But you have to be conscientious and very specific about Mm -hmm. saying, I do this a lot, but I value, like, I love to work out. I love it. But if you know, like, oh, boys in the gym, like Travis is in the gym, you have rest days because if you perpetually are working a muscle group, you never give that bicep, that tricep, that gluteus maximus. You never give that body part, that muscle, a chance to actually recover. Mm -hmm. So you're doing more damage. So giving yourself space to recover to me is essentially what self-care is. When your body is sleeping, that's when your body is working without your brain and your body getting in the way, but your actual internal body is working to heal itself, to regenerate itself. So if you're not taking that into consideration and giving your body, your mind, your spirit space to rest, you're not giving your body a chance to be as healthy as it should be. Your mind as healthy as you should be. Your spirit as healthy as you should be. And I'm taking from mm-hmm. from a from a I'm a I'm saying a spiritual biblical context right now. Jesus rested, okay. So Jesus out here healing folks, you know, doing this, doing this, doing this. Everybody's pulling on him, can't go anywhere. Everybody's pulling on, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal my. And Jesus took naps. Jesus went to sleep. Jesus said, "I'm about to disappear on y'all and go hang out and chill and self care for a bit." So please, we got to get out of this. Like everything is a grind, 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 grind. Because mechanically, all you're doing is grinding gears. That's called destruction. That uh, I'm such a a non-advocate of team no sleep. No, I'm going to get my rest. I'm going to rest my body. But more importantly, I'm going to rest my brain. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can walk around living but still be brain dead. Yeah, I'm not about that life. Mm -mm. Right. I loved how you talked about spirituality. Let's explore that. Um, I'm going to read this here. So spirituality can offer a place of calm and peace like no other practice. The key to finding the spiritual path that resonates within you is to have an open heart and an open mind. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, so many times people try to fit a spiritual practice into a box when if you open up your mind and allow yourself to see the miracles in everything, when you go to you take that walk 
and you're really open to seeing and observing nature in a way that you can't see when you drive past it. So I'm actually noticing, wow, there is a plant that is coming up through a crack in the sidewalk. Whoa, like that's deep. I just got some kind of like life revelation because no matter what obstacles mm-hmm. and concretes are in my way, I'm about to push through it and bring some life forth. So opening up your brain to like see, I love clouds. I, I love traveling. So I love being up in the clouds, literally. I mean, half my phone is pictures of clouds for real. So when I'm going through the clouds, I'm having spiritual moments. If I'm, you know, lifting up in the airplane, seeing, I'm like marveling at the fact that, oh my gosh, this plane is not the, the spirit, the forces. The so I'm watching and looking for opportunities to see the spirit in everything. And that takes it out of, okay, I must fit, you know, um, God or creator in a box. No, nah, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And when you open out past that, you begin to marvel and how amazing your human body is or how amazing systems of nature are or how amazing looking at the solar system, that expands you out past, I gotta get this paper done. I gotta get this invoice turned in. I got, oh, see on in everything. And it takes you out of the box of your own mind in the box of your office or the box of your Zoom screen. It takes you out of that to be able to see and experience a whole nother level of living that will blow your mind if you let it. Mm-hmm. So that's self-care, recognizing that, wow, this whole world is deep, man. Mm-hmm. Indeed it is. That's a great segue into the next tip on emotional self-care you are just hitting on it and you don't even know that's how i know you about this line (laughs) so the next point i'd like to bring up wow gratitude and appreciation prioritize the feeling of gratitude by intentionally showing appreciation for people and things around you. That goes back to that flower mm-hmm. growing into that concrete you just talked about. Gratitude is the best way to get out of an emotion rut quickly. I got to tell you, I am not just the one to be like, oh, hashtag thankful, grateful, blessed. That's legit for me. I am thankful for every lesson ever learned in life situations people who have come, people who have gone, um, a lifetime of human interactions. I'm thankful for all of it. And it's not like it happens automatically. It's being intentional to say, what can I learn from this? Be it positive, negative, or indifferent. What can I learn from this? That's being very intentional with self-care. Because if it happened around me, there is something that I can glean from that experience to make me better, stronger, and smarter. And I'm going to throw something else into it, too, like, you know, being grateful uh, again on a whole spiritual level in a physical, how it manifests physically is that when you allow yourself to reflect on things that make you grateful, it could be as simple as I got in a car and man, that I could have been in an accident and it didn't happen. Shoot. I got there safely. I'm grateful. 
oh my gosh, I did X, Y, Z, and this didn't happen. I am grateful because what could have happened that I did or did not know didn't happen. So I'm thankful of that in and of itself. But here's the thing. If I'm sitting and relaxing in my state of being thankful and I'm allowing myself just to reflect on the positive things that I am a survivor, I am Phoenix rising, I am still here. What mm -hmm. that does inside of your body is it releases chemicals. Mm -hmm. And those endorphins, I love them. I'm so grateful that our pituitary gland, a little, little thing in the back, releases these, uh, these polypeptides <laughs> and like we're able to have these chemicals released into our central nervous system. They means it flows throughout your entire body. Your entire body is energized with a spirit of gratitude, if you let it, which takes you to a place and you'll begin to feel like peace even in your body. You'll, you'll allow that those those that dopamine, that oxytocin, all those chemicals that rela relax you and release you and to make you feel good. That's like God's gift, man. Live for those endorphins. Exercise makes those endorphins get released. Gratitude makes those endorphins get released. You know, maybe wine and chocolate, maybe they do too. I don't know, but you know, everything from, from human touch and, 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 and your sexuality, it's all connected to heal your body and release these beautiful chemicals into your bloodstream that affect your whole body. So that's self-care. It really is. And it, uh, before we go on, for the listeners, if you can type in the comments, let us know some things that you're grateful for. How do you show your gratitude? So I, full disclosure. Always. I'll get ready. Right. So I would get ready for work and, you know, work would be a toxic environment. And Little did I know I was intentionally setting my day because, and I've mentioned this on the pod before, when I would wake up and I already knew what my day was going to be like once I got to work. And you know what the first word would be out of my mouth? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. A big, oh my God. And I was thinking, well, my boss is having a bad day. We're all going to have a bad day. Mm -hmm. That is no. So I learned mm -hmm. from my life coach just exactly things that you were saying that when you wake up, you may have a bad day, but there has to be at least one little thing that you can be grateful for. And just by opening up your eyes in the morning, that mm -hmm. right there, you have one checklist mm -hmm. right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So what I do, I set my intentions for the day. And I start when I'm in the shower brushing my teeth instead of like really grounding myself with my gratitude list and brushing my teeth as opposed to putting clothes in the dryer, boiling eggs. <laughs> and I'm really not doing anything, right? <laughs> so I set my intentions for the day and my gratitude. And, you know, minimum of three, of course it could be more. And then at mm -hmm. the end of the day, I always count my wins. What did you, what did you, what was your win today? So mm -hmm. a win was I wake up. My first word wasn't fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. And also that I did not let anybody else's bad day become yes. my bad day. Yes. 
Yes, give them yes, the power yes. and they don't even know it. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that anymore. No man. Mm-hmm. There's a listen, there's a saying that says, Ain't my circles, ain't ain't my circus, ain't my monkeys. I'm like, just because you get invited to some crazy pandemonium stuff doesn't mean that I have to walk into it. And that will sometimes emotionally mean, you know what? I know we have XYZ type of relationship, but you are unhealthy from my mind, my body, my spirit. I sense it all through my bloodstream. My heart gets into palpitations. My blood pressure is up and I'm around you. Uh Uh-uh. I'm sorry. I love myself enough to pull back and away. That is a way, whether it be a job situation, and and I've experienced that too, whether it be interpersonal relationships or whatever, and it does not matter. Sometimes it might even be blood. The reality is, is that if it is not healthy for you, it is incumbent upon you to care enough about yourself to pull back. Because when it comes to an employer, you can run yourself into the ground. And if you were to have a heart attack or a stroke, and we are of the age, and people, you know, was we, this is not to sound morbid, this is to be realistic. There are people who we know that we came up with that are no longer here, and people who we might not know that are all of a sudden not here with us in this world. So it's like if that happens, your job, as much as they will grieve your loss, and pray for your family and send their thoughts and prayers, that job, that position will be posted on Indeed. Before the clock strikes 12, take care of yourself. Use your sick days. Use a mental health day. I was just going to say that. Use those damn sick days. Because you don't. Clean it. You Uh -uh. know, my mom is old school. And, you know, (laughs) I'm going to say it. She's old school. And I remember when I would take a, a day off. And I'm a good employee like I when Me I'm too. at work, I work you know yep. and I was like oh my god I'll never forget I was like I just I'm taking the day off are you sick no you know you need to go into work I'm not feeling well emotionally today no but when I was younger and younger here and here oh man she's right let me go on in no no. And to show you how much my employer at the time cared, I had had an accident here. No, I had my parents' house. I tripped. And long story short, I ended up getting a concussion. Ooh. Knocked myself out. And I woke up on the floor. Now, my parents lived 10 minutes away. I did not. Once I came to, I woke up. The dogs were sleeping next to me. And they thought the doctor said I broke my collarbone because I hit it so hard and my head hit the door frame. And I I felt my brain tap on the inside of my skull. To this day, I can still remember. It didn't hurt, but I remember that was it. And then I woke up on the floor. I did not remember driving home. It was a 10 minute ride. And then I had the worst headache. I still went to work the next day. I didn't go to the doctor. Child, please. And, I, isn't that, but listen, this is the girl, crazy part. Mm-hmm. My boss, she said, okay, well, here's, here's the work schedule for today. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was a double load. Mm-hmm. She knew yeah. it had happened. Mm-hmm. Think she cared? Hell, you have to I advocate for yourself. That's about, you have to say to myself, 
if nobody else understands because they're dealing with their, and again, this is no indictment on other people because everybody has to deal with their own responsibilities and everything else. But that's why it is utterly important that you advocate for yourself. That's why it's called self-care. It's not called somebody else to take care. It's called self, self-care. And we have to reclaim that. That is not a bad thing. No, I won't say normalize, but you no, know, this, the paradigm has got to shift because every time people feel guilty, about taking a day off. And again, I'm just like you. I went and had a, I had a tooth pull one time and I went back to school the next day. Like, what the hell are you doing in school teaching? You just had a tooth pull. No, I went back later on that day. I was nuts, crazy. D- no judgment. But my point is, if we don't no have judgment, it for ourselves, it. and again, realizing that we, we don't just, maybe it's a Western thing, but it's not just, health is not just your 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 heartbeat, you know, your your EKGs, your rhythm. It's not just that. It is everything. It's all connected. And if we can take, watch this. When I was teaching, and I would come back after teaching a full day of school, and I come back in the house, and my kids will they'll, they'll vouch for it. They're adults now, but I said, listen, mommy, it loves you dearly. And it was a speech all the time. Mommy loves you dearly, but I need to be the best mommy that I can be for you. I need 30 minutes. So whether you all go eat something, do whatever, whatever. I remember clearly, I'll walk into the room and be, listen, I love you all so much, but I need 30 minutes. In order for me to be the best mom that I need to be, I'll check y'all on 30. And then maybe, no, you need to go in and get them on schedule because, uh, no, no, no. For me to be right to my children, I had to take that time. And just, if it's sitting in a car with self-care, like when you get in a car before you go in the house or whatever, you have to do it. It's not a bad thing. And stop mm-hmm. feeling guilty about putting yourself in the equation. I love to-do list. It helps me out. It makes me feel good to check things off to-do list. I do like productivity. I do like doing what I need to do to get done. But I was not for years putting myself anywhere on anybody's to-do list, let alone my own. And I had to realize, no, I have to prioritize myself. So put yourself on your to-do list. If it is building in on the to-do list, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. If you want to dance fast, turn on the music. If you want to dance slow, if you want to meditate, if you want to get an orgasm, whatever you need to do, put it on your list because you are important enough. You, You are valuable. It's not even enough. You are valuable. And you have to value yourself and put that self-care, whether it be this, that, or whatever, whatever puts you in a place of being in the moment and, and, and balancing out your energy, mind, body, spirit. I love you gotta it. Do it. You got to do I'm it. I'm going to read a couple of comments. Hey, Tracy. She said when she wakes up, when I wake up, I will look towards the sky Yes, look at the trees and the water and repeat. I thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. See, she's grounding herself right there. She's being in the moment. She's appreciating what she's not walking around with the toothbrush in her mouth and multi like my. <laughs> and she said, "That's right. For your mental health, use your yes. sick day." Yes. Yes. And she also said. If you know you are not mentally stable 
and need a mental day, please stay at home. You were, this, she just said what you just said, Alicia. You are yeah. no good to your team or the company. No. no. And, and, and and let me let me just add something to this too. So being mentally right, we have, as I said before, no matter what your background is, your backstory or your socioeconomic or anything, geography doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you are a human being, you experience the highs and lows of life. That it, it is what it is. But that also goes to, we have to respect the fact that I personally am a very, I like life. I like being inspired. I like pot. I, know, I wish we could teach the world to, to sing, hold hands, center circles, sing kumbaya, everybody get along. That's who I am to my core. But there are days when you're just like, I need to not really be around anybody right now. And it's not to say that anything is wrong or that I'm super sad, but there are a whole range of human emotions that are meant for us to explore. And there are times when it's good to be angry and you have to sit in that anger and allow yourself to say, let me channel into some righteous indignation and I'm angry right now. That's a normal emotion. Or right now I'm sad. Or right now I am feeling happy. Or right now I'm pissed off. Or whatever the range of human emotions is, we are human, homo sapiens sapiens. It's like we experience it all. And I'm going to take it back to uh, to a biblical context one more time. Look at Jesus. Jesus got angry. Jesus was sad. Jesus was happy. Jesus was joyful. All these different emotions we all feel as human beings. And some people like to over glorify and say, oh, we're only supposed to be happy all day. No. Super quick example. I know we're, I know we're kind of running towards time. But one of my favorite mm-hmm. examples in the New Testament is everybody, oh, well, what would Jesus do? Be like Jesus. Well, you know what? Jesus is the same Jesus that was sitting there in the temple watching all the injustice happening and people taking advantage of the poor and the underrepresented and the underrepresented. And he was very, very angry. And he sat there in the corner, read your Bible, sat there in the corner and braided up a whip. (laughs) Watch this. We talk about Jesus clearing the temple, but imagine the visuals. So Jesus was righteously indignant and angry enough to sit there in the corner, braid up a whip and start whipping the people out who were doing wrong by the people. So let's just, so let's just read, let's, let's just be real about this thing. Anger is there for a reason in our human psyche. Sadness is there, everything. So we have to respect as we go through these normal phases and stages of our human emotions and not try to suppress things. You know, yes. and if, you're watching, if you if you know right now you're in a place where you're not emotionally in a good space to interact with people because you probably flip the heck out. Respect that and say, you know what? I need to pull back right now. And we got to start doing that. We have got to start doing that and giving value to the course of human emotions that we actually have where it's there for a reason. You know, I learned that in group therapy. I never thought about it like this. Uh, speaking of anger and how anger can be a positive, it's how you how you change the narrative of being angry mm. as opposed to suppressing it. Yeah, because if there's you a time for peace. Right, exactly, and suppressing it you cannot have peace or uh, I'm just doing it to keep the peace. I'm going to shut, 
Or I'll admit self, I'm a full disclosure that Michelle Obama saying um when they when go they, low, we go high. Yeah, no, when yeah, that, but instead of going high, I like to go to hell. Oh and take it to hell. Like that's it's not good, but I would experience that and when I let it out, I felt better. There is a time and a place for that. Be like, I am, again, I can say, well, you know, I, I know what it's like to, to hold and to suppress things, but there comes a point when you have to, again, value yourself and value your own stress level and the, and the chemicals that are being released negatively in your body and say, you know what? No. I don't have to just sit here and take X. And of course, we're talking about using things where someone is obviously, you know, not where you're being misunderstood because you're actually in the wrong. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about when it is a injustice situation, right? It's okay to say, you know what? No, we need to have an adult conversation. The way you are trying, you are making me very, very uncomfortable. I don't have to sit and be uncomfortable just to make you feel comfortable like you can take advantage of a situation. There is a time and a place for saying and asserting yourself because you value yourself. And you say, you know what? We're going to have a conversation. It's not going to be pretty, but we're going to have a conversation and how the chips falls, how they fall. But I'm not, I'm no longer going to sit here and be denigrated or anything else and allow myself to absorb your bad day or to absorb your unhealed trauma or to absorb your abusive behaviors just to just to get along to get along no and it's okay to assert yourself release that and move forward even if it means that and i'm just gonna add one more thing which you were talking about uh with the value of emotions there was a movie i don't remember what it was called but it was it was it was an animated movie. It was a um, I think it was Disney Disney Pixar. I can't recall the name right now. But the little girl was dealing with all these emotions inside of her, and so it was like the sadness and happy and anger and all these different things. It was Disney Pixar. Pixar. I I can't remember what it was right now. But that movie even made me realize: wow, sadness actually has a role to play in balancing out our human walk and our human existence because it will sometimes cause us to stop, pull back, reflect. Because if we don't take time to be very intentional with our go, 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 go lifestyle, we never take that time to pull back. Or when someone, when we do experience sadness, we have to sit in that and mm -hmm. go through the process of mourning. Some cultures have like a whole mourning ritual where they take X amount of days and those are the time of mourning. But you have to sit in those emotions, work through them, because it's a part of a well-balanced, healthy, holistic, everything is connected kind of life. Exactly. And not setting that attention, once again, ignoring those signs, how well we're not having this conversation that I really want to have. Yeah. I'm going to ignore it or going back to uh, Tracy. She just put a comment about a need to release and be transparent, yes. Yes. right? But keep it yes. suppressed. It, it really doesn't work because guess nope. what? Back to the beginning part of our conversation, it shows up in different ways. 
It will manifest in your the movie was Inside Out. Inside Out. Inside Out was right. the name of that movie. Yeah. Inside Out. You know, yep. Have you heard of this book called The Body Keeps the Score? It's by Bessel van der Kolk. I haven't. Something. I'm not going to lie. No, I haven't. Well, it talks exactly what you said about when people experience trauma or suppress their emotions. Uh, stress can kill you. Exactly. Yes, will. But the body yes. keeps the score. And it, if it's not showing up on, uh, what is this, May 12th, 2021, mm-hmm. it may show up May 12th. 2022 31 32 yep. doesn't matter it, it does come it does show up and so. your body your body you know and there's this other principle in your body called homeostasis your body will basically fight to preserve itself your body itself will fight to keep you alive if you are in a situation and you're losing oxygen or you're losing blood your body will begin to move and and and, and keep in certain areas to preserve your life your body is conspiring to keep you not just alive, but alive, healthy, well, and together. So don't fight it by feeling like you have to constantly go, 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 go and grind the gears. And I, no, that's and not team no sleep. We're not doing that. You know, I would love to have you back. And you know, topic be back. Would be, I got you. Yeah. About setting boundaries because that is also part of emotional self-care and boundary setting yeah and how someone maintains their emotional integrity mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to get yep. back with you on that Listen, after there's, there's so much girl there's so this is such a broad topic it's like and then i mean you pull so many things into it it's like yeah maybe a bubble bath here and maybe it's you just need to feel good in another way and just i'm about that endorphin life keep your skin going on keep um and i know and we got to normalize all of it because you don't have to just okay i'm going to put this on my face and i believe that you will glow from the inside out when things are in alignment, when you're being balanced, it's like you don't have to try to put on, you know, certain skin creams or whatever. It's going to glow out of you. If you're taking the nutrition in, it's going to glow out of you. And that's something that is irresistible. But most of all, it's healthy because that energy has it has to go out, but it has to be. Just you just got to take care of yourself, and it will show up whether it's in a positive way or negative way. Uh, someone I know, Katrina, mm-hmm. I saw her a couple years ago at a friend's birthday party, and I hadn't seen her face to face in a couple years. We used to be on the kickball league. I saw it. I was like, Katrina, what is going on? I said, you look so beautiful. I mean, she had a glow. And it was nighttime, but I saw it. And then when she pulled me aside and said what was going on and how she is on the other side of what was going on, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that makes sense. And that's when it clicked. That inner glow is real. And it has nothing to do with makeup. But it came from within. Nothing to do with... It has to do with, again, I truly believe that when you respect the systems of your body, the emotional state that you have and respecting the fact that 
no matter what, you've survived something. Some people mm. have survived far, far, far more than others. But even when I was at my most destitute, and girl, I got a story. We don't have time for it now, but I'm just telling you, I have been on the entire spectrum of all kind of everything down to basically being destitute. And I'm not just talking about, oh, I only got a couple hundred dollars. I'm talking about like beyond there. So I can look back over the course of my life and say, you know what, girl, you are a survivor. So even on my most days that it's like, I just really don't feel like, or I feel like I haven't hit my to-do list, or I feel like I'm I'm not doing something that I said I was going to do by a certain day. My final message is to give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. You didn't hit the artificial deadline that you might've set for yourself. I know I would love to achieve things and what I want to do it by the time, give yourself, because what is time? I could get metaphysical here, but what is time? Don't stress about that. You are surviving a pandemic globally. You're still here. You're managing in ways that you might've never ever thought that you'd be managing before. Give yourself grace. If you get up and you say, you know what? I just don't quite feel like doing X, Y, Z. And if you have that space, respect it, but give yourself grace, forgive yourself for your younger mistakes that you made. Forgive yourself for allowing other people to put you in a box where you absorbed their negativity and you did not advocate for yourself. You have to grow through things. Give yourself grace and let that positive energy flow through you And again, it's not something that a fresh cut or a fresh shave or a new hairstyle or makeup or skin, it's not going to make a difference because it will be such an authentic glow from the inside out. Just make sure you remind people to just take care of themselves. Exactly. And uh, I love how you said about being authentic Authentic. and going back Right. And going back to Tracy's comment about wanting to release and to be transparent. Mm-hmm. When you're transparent, that's Girl. when the authenticity, like the true inner glow authenticity shines. And it's liberating because you know, who am I trying to put in, in like everybody has this and a girl that's not even bring social media into it but it's like we have all these different standards that we're trying to live up to and the the snapback has to be like this after childbirth and if you're caught in the middle between taking care of elder parents or raising young children or now you have a job full time and then you're trying to manage your children's online learning it's like there are so many things that are pulling at us we have to give ourselves grace and say you know what I'm not meant to hit everything at the same exact time. And, and it's in my okay life, as many people, girl, and listen, as many things as I, you know, can say, okay, well, I've done this, this, and people say, well, how do you do it all? I don't do it all at the same time. That's how. I don't, I've never done everything. Uh-uh. I look back at my list and say, wow, I've done X, Y, Z. It's not because I did it all. Many times I did have overlapping careers and things that I was doing and raising children. I had four kids under six at the same time and working full time and doing independent gigs and trying to help trust and believe I've done it. But my point is over the scope of my life thus far, I have not done everything at the same time. Give yourself grace to breathe. 
and give yourself grace to just be, just be, just be, you know, I wonder how many people, and I've been this person as well, talking about our to-do list, but do we ever put rest on our to-do list? I haven't. I mean, I do now intentionally, but I started doing it. Yeah. And you know, over what? the past I, couple of years I have, and I just, I'm listening over, over the past couple of years I have, and I don't just designate to say, and, and I know they say, okay, oh, get, get eight hours of rest. I don't always, I don't really ever get eight hours of rest, but I make sure that I pull back even during the day. And if I can take, you know, 20 minutes, an hour here, you know, or whatever, I might switch it on the back end because I had to respect my body flow. And if I'm an early morning worker and I feel energized to work in the morning, but I also feel energized to work after 10 o'clock at night. Well, I'm not going to be energized to work at, you know, 330 in the afternoon. I'm like, siesta it is. So I might take that nap, but I'm still going to get my time in. I love it. I have so many topics. Look, I'm writing them down as a, as you're talking. That's an, mm, another topic. I'm going to read this and then we're going to start wrapping it up. And I hate that because this is such a good topic. I love how you talked about having grace and forgiving yourself. And I'm going to read. It says the best way to release past burdens and trauma is to forgive yourself and choose love instead. If you are not ready to let go, simply honor your willingness to acknowledge it. But, you know, I want to put an asterisk also. um, Salute the willingness, but you still have in the effort, but you still have to Mm -hmm. salute the actual movement of doing it. You see what I'm saying? Don't celebrate just the effort, but what's the action as well behind it? And respect the fact that things are not going to happen overnight. Things might take time and things come in phases where you might have one phase where you get to the next level of interaction and then it takes time to grow into the next level. That's called life. Life is about growth. Do you know, (laughs) I just had this conversation with someone uh, four hours ago. I'm going through a major shift in my life right now on the back end. And I want it to happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. have a microwave thought pattern with this. And you just mm-hmm. nailed it. You didn't even know it. <sighs> Speaking mm-hmm. of your six kids or your four kids under the age of you six. Don't put two mothers on me. <laughs> Alicia, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you look exactly the same from back home, from back in the day. And for you to have, it's so funny us talking now as women at our in our age group. Yeah. You know, we have our yeah. gray hair. Yeah. I mean, you look exactly yeah. the same. You have the same energy from back in Springfield. I'm going to show you something. Sure. I'm Let's see if I can do this. You let me know your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. And then we're really going to wrap it up. But it's just like, so, it's so rich. I just, yeah, I just, it's, it's so rich. There's so much right. to say. The screen's going to go black, maybe, but if not, you're still online. Hold on. Okay. 
Okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Yep, can you here we are. That? I can't get rid of our background. There we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling, look, we, we could pose and be like just the same way right now and watch oh, wait, this. I, I, had, I have my hair, my hair was super short. So I, I like, I literally had, I, that was what, 89, 88, 89. That and I had a natural back then. Yeah, I had my natural hair back out back then and there. So I was like turning like this. The way the crazy part is, we had the same. Wait for because this is going to be an audio podcast. Can you tell people? Oh, okay. what you're looking at? Okay, so I'm looking at a picture of Ursula and myself that was taken from Cathedral High School senior prom. Was that your senior junior. prom? That was a junior oh. prom. Okay, so no, well, no, I think that was senior. I think that was senior. Because mm-hmm. that, that was a dress that I wore to my senior prom because at, th- at that time it wasn't about wearing separate dresses for stuff. Shoot, I had that one dress, I was gonna wear it, but <laughs> so we're standing next to each other and corsages on the wrist. And you know, I'll imagine like your 80s or your early night, whatever, uh, prom dresses. And it's just we have the same exact smiles right now, literally, we have the same exact faces. I mean, it's just us, it's just. We we look a little more lived. That's it. We've experienced some things. We look, but it's but it's all in a good thing because it's like fine wine. Like there, we were you know we were kids. We were yeah we were cute. We were kids. Now we're fine and fabulous. <laughs> no, yeah. I found that picture. I could not believe it, and then it came up on my timeline. I said, yes, I'm going to keep this but you know i also put this picture up because it's amazing how we like you said we were kids in this picture and we've grown up 16 17 Mm. we were 17 in this picture i was 16 i was 16 i know that for a fact because i graduated actually at 16 then i was 17 in the picture then yeah yeah, I was 17 because I would have been 18 over the summer. Yes, we were 16. Yeah, I was, I was, I was 16, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And now wow. look at us. Here we are. And now, Here we are. Now we're, now we're in our early 30s. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, watch this. Part of part of my self-care is I'll be like, I allow people to, to say, oh my gosh, you don't look like you have four kids and a grandma. And, and, and that's your grandma. You don't look like you're hitting, you know, 50 this year. But I'd be like, thank you. I'm good. Hey, I'm going to claim it because I'd rather be looking fabulous at 50. Because what the heck is age, right? What is age really? You know what I'm saying? What's exactly. age? Be good. Let me get we're a picture of Maya. There we go. <laughs> I love it. Let me take it off. So, Alicia, I will say this about you. It was so lovely talking to you. To Wait, there we go. Yeah, it was so lovely talking to you today. I mean, who would have guessed that years later, here we are, right? But I will tell you this. Oh, wait, before I ask you, do you have anything coming up, any upcoming events or any channels you'd like to talk about let the um, people know 
Well, okay. sure, you can always find me on my YouTube. My YouTube is ALC Media Inc. INC. So ALC MEDIA INC, ALC Media Inc. Feel free to stop by. I try to keep that updated on different projects that I'm working on and including um, a new web a new web show, new web talk show. So I definitely appreciate you stopping by and um, subscribing. Again, mm -hmm. ALC Media Inc. And yeah, I mean, you know, what we're coming out of a yeah, that's it. So yeah, so so ALC Media Inc. for that. Um, the, the name of the show is Media Mama TV, where we kind of just talk about different subjects. I um I still public speaking, I still dance, I still um sing, I'm working with different um Different opportunities now, still helping the radio station, WEIB 106.3 Smooth FM to grow. I'm working with a gospel group called Provision, um, part of the uh, the next generation of gospel keynotes family. So Jeffrey Newberry Jr. and his group Provision celebrated 15 years, working a little bit now um, and uh, getting some promotions and some things out with Provision, the group. And again, just just living as things begin to open up, doing more artistic endeavors, being mom, being daughter, um, and being grandma. So just living and just enjoying life, I and making sure it. that I value myself enough. Look, remember Saturday Night Live back in the day, looking in the mirror, being like, "You are, wait, you are, you are worth it." No, you are. I don't remember. And then in um in the help, she's like, you is smart, you is kind, <laughs> you is important. Whatever you need to do to affirm yourself, remember you have made it through some stuff that was designed to take you out. It was supposed to take you out and you're still here. So remember that and remember whatever you need to do day by day to keep yourself grounded and open up your mind to recognize the beauty of the craziness that we have the beauty that is still in the world around us, walking in that space of gratitude, my body and spirit. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you all, if you want to get in touch with Alicia, like she said, please subscribe to her pages. If you go in the description box of this live, you will see her YouTube channel and you can see what she's about. Like this is just a sprinkle of what she does on the uh, on the motivational speaking for sure. And also please make sure to subscribe to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. Please go ahead and visit the website, Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. And oh, Tracy said, you are kind and you are smart and you are important. Thank you. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> And we're going to end on this. Alicia, you have qualified as a Black girl who has her shift together. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, listen, it's a day-by-day -day journey. Some days you feel like you got it. Some days you're like, what the hell am I doing? But every day I talk to myself and be like, girl, get yourself together. Let's do this. And other days it's like, take a nap. Exactly. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. 
Thank you and I love you all. This for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate. Sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti. Black girl magic. Melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish. Whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. 